Welcome to Disorderly Dogs, the podcast for dog guardians. If you find yourself in precarious predicaments with your dog, this podcast is for you. I'm a certified professional dog trainer and I take my 10 years of training experience and I share easy to implement dog training advice with an emphasis on kindness and compassion. Welcome. I'm so excited to share more. Hello, everyone. So today's episode is a replay of an episode I released two years ago about the 4th of July. You will notice because I talk about Tiva, who, as many of you know, is not in her physical form anymore. So this will be our first 4th of July without a dog who isn't is scared of fireworks. So I'm sad that she has gone, but I'm also relieved that she doesn't have to be stressed about fireworks this season. So I know that 4th of July can be a really stressful holiday for a lot of dogs, so I hope that this episode gives you some tangible steps you can take to help your dog feel more comfortable, and I am releasing this with plenty of time so you can implement my strategies and be prepared for the 4th of July. I know that some of you don't celebrate the 4th of July because you live in a different country, but (laughs) I think all of this advice still applies to fireworks and major holidays. So enjoy this episode and keep your puppy safe on the 4th. Yeah, 4th of July. <laughs> Let's talk about the 4th of July, shall we? Um, I don't know where you guys live, but where I live in Colorado, we live in a suburb of Denver called Thornton. And while fireworks are technically banned, that does not stop people. I mean, it's cray. It's seriously like there's so many fireworks going off. And while I'm one for fun, like I'm all for it. If people are having fun and it's not hurting anybody, great. But ladies and gentlemen of the internet, fireworks are hurting some people and also a lot of dogs and probably cats and probably other animals too. Okay, so um, if you love the 4th of July, I'm right there with you. If you love fireworks, awesome, but try to be as considerate as you possibly can, right? Normal hours, maybe as close to the 4th and not before or after if possible. So that would be, you know, my plea to the firework-loving community. Um, Fireworks cause a lot of stress, a lot of stress, and a lot of dogs. So um, I want to kind of break down severity of stress as far as it pertains to fireworks. And then I do also want to talk about um, parties, barbecues, kind of my two cents on like that whole thing with your dogs. Um, So yeah, let's talk about severity. So um, sweet Tiva. Oh, bless her. Um, If you haven't already seen her pictures on Instagram, I mean, seriously, her like gray face is just the most precious thing I've ever seen. Bless her. But anyways, Tiva is terrified. Absolutely terrified of fireworks and lots of loud, high pitch, repetitive noise that like super freaks her out. Um, So I'm going to give you an example of some of her behavior. So if she hears fireworks, the first one, she will stand up and she will start trembling. And as soon as she hears the second one, she will run and hide. Sometimes in the bedroom, sometimes in the bathroom, um, sometimes other places that she feels safe. Um, And then she'll stay there and she'll tremble for a very long amount of time. 
like over 30 minutes. So we made the decision to talk to our veterinarian about medication to help Tiva cope with the inevitable noise from fireworks. So that is something you have to look at. If your dog is experiencing that much fear and or panic during fireworks season, I highly suggest you reach out to your vet and hopefully they can write you a prescription so that you can at least take some of the edge off. Um, when Tiva is drugged, we use um, trazodone, she is able to hear the noises, but there's no trembling or hiding, and she recovers much quickly, much more quickly, and um, she is even able to sleep through fireworks when she has the meds, in addition to some other things I'm going to get into. But yeah, the, the meds are a game changer. Okay, so yeah, if your dog is experiencing that much panic, definitely talk to your vet like today about getting a prescription because we're approaching, we're approaching the fourth fast. So don't feel like you need it and not have it. It's much better just to have it and hopefully not need it. So, you know, that's kind of like the far end of spectrum and like severe severity of fear and panic of fireworks. Um Waylon, thankfully, isn't super bothered by the fireworks because we had the great privilege of doing a lot of counter conditioning to fireworks when he was young. You guys have heard me talk about this um, puppy raising program called Puppy Culture before, but um, Waylon's breeder did a fantastic job of introducing all sorts of sounds at a young age. So nowadays at two and a half, um, loud noises aren't really a big deal for him. So I'm super lucky in that department, but that was very planned, right? And intentional teaching him to not be worried about fireworks. Okay, so say you have a dog who maybe isn't like Tiva, like hiding, trembling, panicking, but maybe they bark at the fireworks or maybe they can't settle down. Um, I don't know if meds are maybe an option for, for that. I think that meds really are left for like the most severe cases. I think that you have a lot of other options as far as like management and prevention goes. Um, but yeah, meds are always an option, obviously. So let's talk about some um, things you can do um, for fireworks um, without much training or ahead of time notice. Okay, so um, the Thunder Shirt also works really nicely for fireworks season. Um, if you're not familiar, the Thunder Shirt is a compression shirt that offers the dog um, a little bit of reassurance, if you will. Um, I do have a Thunder Shirt for Tiva, and we do put that on in addition to her meds. Um, if you're not already familiar with T-Touch, um, I'll include a link to this in the show notes, but there are also some wraps you can do for your dog that would rep replicate some of the um, side effects of the Thunder Shirt. So if you don't have time to buy a Thunder Shirt, the T-Touch wraps you just use, you know, like a bandage you would use to like wrap your knee if you hurt your knee. So that's, you know, a lot of people just have those on hand. So that may be a nice option. Um, I am definitely looking at noise mitigation. How can I muffle the sound of the firework as much as possible? So um, fireworks season, we are keeping the door, I mean, excuse me, the windows closed 
at night, right? That definitely keeps some of the sound down. And then we are also leaving on white noise, right? So we just have a white noise machine. So I'll leave that on. I think you could leave on some calming classical music. Um, But yeah, I think the more you can do to kind of muffle that noise and sound is also advisable for making your dog's life just a little bit easier. Um, Yeah, so noise mitigation for sure. Um, Some other calming aids that you could try. Um, CBD oil. I'm a big fan of CBD oil. If you guys follow us on the gram, you see me posting our favorite company at VetCS. If you haven't already listened, episode number five, we talk all about CBD in pets. And the wonderful ladies from VetCS are not only insanely knowledgeable, they're wonderful people and I love to support them. So yeah, give that episode a listen. Um, CBD, it could be a really nice option for helping your dog to get through fireworks season. Um, if you're not already familiar with DAP, D-A-P stands for dog appeasement pheromone. That is also a nice calming aid. Um, you can get that in like a wall outlet that's just like circulating in your house. I have the spray, so I'll usually spray some of that on Tiva's Thunder shirt. Um, if you have essential oils in your home, I think that that is another option. So you could just, you know, have the diffuser running with maybe some, you know, lavender, whatever other calming blend you like. Um, the thunder shirt actually comes with like a little patch on it that you can dab like a drop of essential oil. Don't put the oils directly on your dog, but just make sure that like, you know, they can smell them and remember their sense of smell is significantly better than ours. So, you know, minimum, use minimal amounts of essential oils. So yeah, I think that those are some of the calming aids that you could invest in and try out for your dog. Um, if you have a young puppy and 4th of July is coming up, I would do as much association building with those loud noises as I possibly can. So, um, when Waylon was, oh, let's see here. He was maybe like six months old, our first 4th of July. And we live in, um, an area where we're pretty close. We're like within like uh, a mile to like the big park where they shoot off the fireworks. Um, Tiva was inside with music playing, eating a Kong, drugged. Waylon was outside hanging out. We were actually having a barbecue at the time. And anytime he would hear the boom, we would give him a cookie, right? It took a lot of cookies. So you're going to have to be prepared, but it worked out great because now fireworks are just like no big deal. He hears the loud booms. He's like, okay, cool. So if you have a young puppy, I'm talking like under like six months old, this would be a fabulous time to do some association building with those loud noises. Um, On the flip side of that, if you have a young puppy and you're outside and they hear the boom and they're terrified, go inside and work from there. We were able to work outside because the initial boom and the booms thereafter were just kind of like no big deal for Mr. Whalen. So yeah, if your dog is afraid, Give them space from the scary thing. Go inside the quiet house, crank some music, get some cookies. Um, There is this weird misconception that you will reinforce fear by comforting your dog when they're terrified. Like if your dog is terrified, comfort, comfort them. Please, you have permission, right? 
sit next to them, pet them, talk to them, try and make them feel as as comfortable as you possibly can. Do not force your dog to go close to fireworks um, because that's only going to make it worse. Don't do that, right? So if they're terrified, let them find a safe place and meet them there and offer your reassurance from there, okay? Um, so yeah, I mean, there's some prevention you can do in the firework department. There's also an app called Soundproof Puppy. I'll include a link to that in the show notes. And there are firework noises on that app that you could absolutely start doing some counter conditioning with, right? You play the firework noise really, really low and muffled. So you get almost no reaction from your dog and you pair that noise with a food reinforcement, right? Then once they're comfortable there, you increase the volume. You continue to pair the noise with the food. Um, So that's a good training option if you have the time. But I think, you know, we're getting close and most people don't have the time. So if you don't have the time, you know, use some management strategies. Close the windows. Have music on. Get some of the calming aids I talked about. Um, I also, you've heard me say this before and I'm going to say it again and probably like a million times from this point on. But give your dog something productive to do. Marrow bones, stuffed kongs, bully sticks, antlers, hooves, feet, any sort of high value, long lasting chew item is a wonderful thing for your dog to do instead of bark and or become worried about fireworks. So have that stuff prepped and ready. Okay. Um, I'm fairly certain that 4th of July is the biggest day for lost pets. Yeah, so if your dog normally spends a lot of time outside, make sure that that dog is not outside during fireworks season. Because if dogs panic, they may climb a fence, they may climb under a fence, they may bust open a gate, you never know. So um, we have a doggy door, which is awesome. We love using the doggy door, but this time of year, the doggy door is closed. Um, Also, that's Waylon in the background. I think he's barking in his sleep, believe it or not but that's that noise. (laughs) But anyways, don't leave your dog outside at night when it's fireworks season. On that same note, make sure that your dog is always wearing a collar with your contact information on it. If your dog isn't already microchipped, probably a worthy investment right? Just in case that collar gets loose, that tag comes off, then that way you guys can be reunited as quickly as possible. It happens. It happens sometimes, but make sure that you're prepped and ready for it. So if your dog does get lost, they know how to find you. They know how to get a hold of you to get the dog back to you, right? So yeah, that's kind of my my two cents on the prevention and management for fireworks. Um, just one quick note on that. Do not take your dog with you to a fireworks display. It's too much. It's way too much sensory. Waylon, not really bothered by fireworks. Still not going to take him. You just can't even imagine how they're perceiving being that close to not only the noise and the light sensory, but all of those people ooing and aahing. I think that even a dog with, you know, the best temperament, that's still just a terrible place for them to be. So fireworks displays, no dogs. Leave them at home. I promise you they would be much happier at home in a quiet, peaceful environment than in that crazy, loud, scary environment. Okay, so that kind of leads me into Fourth of July festivities. 
um lake days barbecues parties um i'm all for including your dogs on holidays but you have to look at your individual dog and truly ask yourself would my dog choose to go to this place if i brought them okay lake day Waylon and tiva Heck yes, they'd love to go to the lake. They'd love to swim. They'd love to hang out in the sand, say hey to other dogs, other people. My dogs love kids. So lake day would be great for us. If your dog's not a huge fan of kids, probably lake day on 4th of July is probably not a good place for them. They'd probably be happier at home, right? Um, barbecues, you got to ask yourself, right? Like, would my dog really want to be here? Um our dogs get to come to a lot of barbecues, right? But I always am evaluating the situation and planning accordingly. So the barbecues that I take our dogs to are, there's usually other dogs at this barbecue and our dogs have met those dogs previously. So I don't have to worry about those introductions. Um, all the places we take them are super dog friendly because dogs already live there. Um, there's usually people and kids. And again, my dogs like people and kids. That that's, makes my life a lot easier in that way. But ask yourself those questions. If your dog is not great with all dogs and your friends are having a barbecue and people are bringing a bunch of dogs that your dog has never met, probably not a good scenario. Again, your dog would probably be happier at home. Like I said, I'm all for bringing my dogs, but I'm not going to bring them somewhere that I don't think that is going to be beneficial or fun for them. And, you know, even worse, I don't want it to be detrimental to like progress that they have been making. Okay, so really ask yourself those questions. Um, You know, I said this before, but I'm going to say it again. Make sure that your dog has up-to-date tags and contact information on, especially if you're taking them places, because again, you just never know. Do I think that Tiva would ever leave my side? Definitely not. She loves me. She's my number one fan. She's the sweetest, but I always have up-to-date contact information on her just in case right? It's much better to be safe than sorry in that scenario. So yeah, guys, those are my tips and tricks for keeping your dogs happy and healthy on the 4th of July. If you liked this episode, please feel free to leave a review. You can also click the subscribe button to make sure that you don't miss out on any future episodes. Um, Feel free to give me a follow on Instagram at a good feeling underscore NCO and please participate in my future polls about topics for future episodes. Um, I'm really excited because the next episode is going to be with a special guest and we're going to talk all about separation anxiety in dogs. So I'm looking forward to sharing that. Um, have a happy fourth. Stay safe and smooch those dogs for me. Let's be honest. Some dogs just need an opportunity to run around off leash so that it's easier to live with them. The only caveat to that is that not all dogs are trustworthy off leash. That is why I created my 21 day recall training program, Trustworthy Recalls. I give you the exact framework that I use to get Wayland's recall to almost 100% reliability. As an added bonus in Trustworthy Recalls, we've also just added a whistle recall training plan. So whether you need to train a verbal cue or a whistle recall, we got you in our 21-day training program, Trustworthy Recalls. Link to that is in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the show. 
If you need help with your dog's behavior, you can learn more about our training services at agoodfeelingdogtraining.com. We post training inspiration and training tips almost daily over on the Instagram at agoodfeeling underscore NCO. If you like this podcast, we would be so grateful if you could share it with a friend or family member who could benefit from all of the information. Um, It's been a total delight. We love this podcast so much. And thank you so much for listening to Disorderly Dogs.